cereal box, this would be the toy inside. Oh, I wanted that one. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, 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 Tuesday morning, officially a week into All Day Breakfast. I am Alex. That is Matt. Yeah, I was walking along the street today, wheeling my uh, one-year-old daughter, Alex Dyson. I was carrying a little espresso, keep me perked up, and uh, dribbled a bit on the old handrail of the uh, of the pram, like the. Uh, Wait, the, the, you did? Yeah, just just on the hand, you know. Where so you, you push. dropped a bit of espresso on the. Just it just bubbled a little bit out on the on the hand. Because I thought you were taking after Sophia and just doing a bit from your own. Drub dribbling from my own mouth. No, was wearing the bib though. I think it goes well <laughs> with the uh, the hat. Um, anyway, bent down, just just licked it up, as you do walking along. You Locked licked your own baby's stroller. The, just the hand bit. Anyway. <laughs> Locked eyes, locked eyes with a pedestrian walking towards me while I'm licking the hand railing thingy of my daughter's pram. And we're walking. I was walking and licking. So let us know. When you been, <laughs> what have you been caught licking? Let us know, Matt right. and Alex. I don't know about that talk back. <laughs> but speaking of uh, your daughter, Matt O'Kine, I mean, yes. we've been doing all day breakfast. We, like everyone, are doing it socially isolated. We get on the Zoom meetings and whatever meetings we can manage to uh, to pull together. And mm. she's been she's been making a few appearances as we've been going along, Matt. How's that been for you? What? In the in the in what? In what? Just when we have our, our show meetings. Has it been okay? Oh. How do you think it's been? Because this It's is... been awful. Did you record some of it today? This is what it sounds like for us. Okay, you ready? I'm also holding a like a 10 kilo baby that's wriggling around in the middle of the street. Hey, hold on, come on. Okay, sorry, I'm back. Yeah. Um, I think we should talk. We should have a break. Hey, Sophia, please, 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 please. She wanted to hold my phone and I wouldn't let her. I'm really sorry. This has been such a fight of a meeting. I apologize greatly. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't know you are going to be recording it. That's that's what it sounds like for us, my friends. <laughs> and, um, well... That's imagine that twenty four hours a day for me. Okay? And I, if you listen really closely, to that audio, you can also hear a little <laughs> lick of Matt uh, licking the, <laughs> the hand roll of his stroller. But anyway, thank you very much for joining us. Hope that your uh, this audio is reaching you loud, clear, and without interruptions. Uh, we've got a big show for you today. Uh, we've easing restrictions are happening uh, around various things. Ten people can go some places. Five people could go other places. But something is getting people excited as well is that sport could be coming back to our nation's grassed areas, Matt O'Kiner. We're going to be ch- chatting to Max Gorn, captain of the Melbourne Footy Club. He's coming up. Yeah, we've also got a website now, uh, but we need to figure out how to make our presence online a little bit more prominent. So we are talking to one of the world's hottest items at the moment. I tell you, it took a, I took a fair bit to get this interview that is coming up later on because, you know, since Matt and I have been on Triple J... The social media world has changed, you know. Come back for a meeting and Matt's like, oh, should we start a Facebook group? It's over, Matt. <laughs> There's new things that we need to be looking at. And so we'll be chatting to uh, someone who has started one of the uh, the world's hottest TikTok challenges. That's coming up later on as well. But up next, I'm so excited about this, Matt. Yeah, we asked you after spotting uh, Alicia from Brisbane's jar of jalapeno juice in the back of her Instagram shot where we've asked you what's your juice?
What is your juice? We're about to find out on Matt and Alex's All Day Breakfast. All right, we put this first on the show for a reason because it's something we're very excited about. Uh, it is one of our first talkback topics, and we've come up with a doozy. Uh, Matt, what's your juice? Yeah, we uh, we spotted Alicia from Brisbane's uh, jalapeno jar. Um, she had a straw in it. We want to know what are you drinking? It's like she what's... claimed that it was a smoothie that she'd put in there, but no, we reckon she's partial a little bit of secondary juice there. And we you know, know we know Matt O'Kine's juice is the residue on the handrail of his baby stroller. <laughs> Gets caught licking that. But we've asked you, what juice do you enjoy? That's not. A traditional juice. Do you know what turns out, Alex Dyson? Australia, you're a bunch of sickos. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Natalie from Melbourne, defend yourself. What's your juice? Uh, My juice is the dregs of the salad. So the salad dressing that accumulates in the bottom of the communal bowl. No, no, not of a communal salad. I thought you meant maybe you got a little personal salad and you and you just slurped it up. You go the big group bowl. The big bowl. Okay. The big big oh. bowl. Okay. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to picture this. Are we talking both hands, open palm on the side of the mixing oh, bowl, definitely. lifting definitely. up the goblet like you're at communion? <laughs> yes, definitely. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Um, it, it came about from um, one time clearing the table and walking to the kitchen. And I was like, this smells pretty good. So I just, you know, chugged it back and, and then it became a thing. So <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the equivalent of, you know, the Tim Tams in the, in the coffee cup here? The, you know, are you, are you sitting there with a hollowed out cos lettuce just <laughs> slurping it up like it's a straw kind of thing? Oh, I don't know. But you know that dressing that you get when you have Vietnamese spring rolls? Mm. I do make little cups out of the lettuce and sort of (laughs) dip up some of that dressing. You're making dressing sanctuary bow. Wow. Wait, wow. okay. Now, how deep are we getting? Because obviously you've got a thirst for it now. Uh, So does that, has that graduated? Do you need to have it being poured over a salad and the dregs there? Or have you started... Take it, take it a sip out of Paul Newman's head himself. <laughs> I've pulled it back because when I was little, it used to be the French praise dressing. <laughs> straight, straight out of the bottle. Straight out, straight out of the bottle. Oh. Just secret, secret swigs at the at the, yeah, at the secret fridge, swigs huh? Out of the pantry. <laughs> oh my lord! Now, at what is the the worst time someone has seen you do this? Because obviously you can try and keep this habit to yourself <laughs> here, Natalie, but other people must have noticed. Well, it was probably, I think it was at a cousin's house initially that I just sort of picked up the bowl and just drank it because it was what I did. I was still a kid at this stage and I just had horrified looks staring <laughs> back at me <laughs> and I kind of then realised it should probably be my secret shame. <laughs> after after that, your parents had to put little markers on all the salad dressing <laughs> bottles in the fridge when they left the house to make sure that... Yes, totally. <laughs> that <laughs> is it. Well, Natalie, uh, thank you very much for joining us and telling us what your juice is. Uh, you discussed <laughs> us, but we appreciate it very much. <laughs> no, it's yeah, fine. Because that, was, that was what we were trying that to say. That's what we're about. We're about we to, should we're about... <laughs> We, we love we love you for letting us know your juice. Thank you, Natalie. Totally.
Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, well, this is all about juice pride. And yes. so, yeah, I, I apologize for juice shaming. Uh, that is not something that uh, this show condones, and that's no. on me. Okay, so we're going to move on now. Just like some salad dressing is probably on Natalie. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Melissa from Sydney, what's your juice? It's not Well, it's not my juice. It's actually my boyfriend's juice. He likes to get a couple of extra McDonald's sweet and sour sauces um, and just drinks them straight out of the packet. Ooh. Oh, just peels the <sighs> lid. Yeah. On the drive home, I bet. Some yep. people are reaching for the hot chips, but he's just <laughs> sipping the scissor. Oh, That's wow. That's right. He rips the lid and slurps it up. Okay. So. Uh, when, this is like a shot, isn't it? He's just taken a full-on <laughs> shot of sweet and sour. Yeah, that's it. Okay, and <laughs> as... the old lemon wedge afterwards. <laughs> uh, does he finish off with like? I just imagine him sipping it and then and then finishing it off. He's got like a sweet and sour mo. Like it's uh, a. <laughs> Like well, sometimes he actually mode. does. He actually has a moustache, so sometimes there's a bit of um, remnants left in the moustache there. So, oh dear. Oh. And how do you how do you treat this here, Melissa? What is, what is your I thoughts on it? I hate it. It's because it's especially the slurping noise that comes <laughs> out of it. It's just now, I just want it to stop. That's thick as from, well. Yeah. From my yeah. memory, you're right, Matt. It is a bit thick, and therefore there would be some left still on the sides. Does he does he get the tongue out and just give it a once over before throwing yeah. the packet away? There's, there's a bit of tonguing happening. There's a bit of anteater around the edges. It's a clear packet by the end of his uh, time with the sweet and sour. Oh well, we 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 love the fact that you still love him for it. Yeah. So um, you know we are we are pro juice here. Uh, whatever it is, whatever it's squeezed from, we uh, we respect your choices for what your juice is. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks, Melissa. And uh, finally, we better ask uh, Chris from Melbourne. Uh, Chris, what's your juice? Well, uh, my juice is the uh, little brine that comes out of the Bethel tubs you get from the feta cheese. <laughs> okay. You, so... you, you're drinking cheese drink? Yeah, cheese juice. Yeah. So if I'm oh, buying I, a little um... jar of, of feta and I've eaten all the well, cheese like a, from like it. Like a one-litre got... tub. So I'll just every time I take out a piece, I might take a little bit of spit, a little bit of gulp, you know. <laughs> from the tub of feta, from the one-litre tub. Yeah, from the one-litre tub. It's been oh. my little secret for a while, but uh, on Saturday I got a bit drunk with my girlfriend. We are making some salad, and I pull out the feta and took a sip, and she just looks at me like, you just take a sip of a feta jar? And I'm like, uh... <laughs> Oh, Chris. Yeah, oh, Chris, he's drinking feta brine over here. Um, I better ask you, do you, can you tell the difference of brines? Can you sip something and go, that's a Danish feta compared to that's a Greek feta? Um, oh, I've only really tried the Donny Greek feta, but I might give the other one to go. I don't right. know. And is it just feta? I mean, are we hitting some of the, you know... The ricotta juice. This is halloumi oh, sits in a serious like tub. Boccaccini, maybe? Yeah, the Boccaccini's oh, got a pretty good little brine happening around it. You never know. You're going to uh, look might, like Tom might... Cruise at cocktail, in cocktail, yeah. just throwing the, the cheese tubs around, splash here, an ounce there. Imagine, imagine James Bond asking for a bit of <laughs> feta brine, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you've nailed it there. Thank you very much for telling us your juice, uh, Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Chris, and we'll catch you later. Welcome, boys. Thank you.
All right, I think I think there's there's a little bit more juice left in this one. So if you want to let us know your juice, hit us up on the Matt and Alex Instagram, matt.and.alex. All day breakfast. Now, Matt O'Kine, a very exciting announcement. As restrictions begin to ease, it's looking like even AFL clubs could go back to a sense of normality. Yesterday, the Victorian government announcing that uh, from midnight tonight, they're going to allow clubs to train. Um, the AFL itself still coming up with its own policy to that, but it's could be music to the ears to our next guest, who is the captain of the Melbourne Demons and only has one game under his belt uh, from the start of the year. Max Gorn, hello. Hello, gents. Yes, zero from one. Not a great start. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was interesting circumstances, mate. Uh, it's been a while since you, you guys have hit the field. What have you been up to in this time? Uh, yeah, it has been a while. March 23rd, I think it was, which is, um, I mean, that's coming up two months. I don't I don't really know. I can't. It's been just all one big day here, to be honest. I just feel like it's just been one big day. Um, I'm, 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 newly, I'm newly married as well. So um, as you can imagine, newlyweds uh, isolating together, we, um, we're starting to hate each other. So it's going well. Oh, mate, I thought just you were going to really... say there's a couple of kids on the way. <laughs> you know? Isolation I set you up. I set you up. <laughs> That's it. Well, even the first game you played was under weird circumstances because not only was there no crowd, but you were the last game of the round. And so even halfway through that game, did you get a sense that you were almost doing the wrong thing? Because everyone's like, after this, this is this, we're out. Well, we actually found out an hour before we got to the ground. So um, that's how poorly timed the game was. It was after the AFL had been called off and <laughs> oh, WA... No. And WA were closing their borders as well, so we had some issues of potentially getting home. Um, so there was a big, there was a bit going on 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 that day. Having so long out of the game, um, you might get a little bit rusty when it comes to the actual rules. So we've taken it upon ourselves to look up the laws of the AFL, which is available online. Okay, and we just thought we'd run you through a little a little quiz as to uh, whether you're ready to go. Uh, and make sure that the umpire's whistle doesn't uh, impact you too heavily. Are you ready for the, our new segment? Ready. I am ready. <laughs> All right. It's called this. Do you, Do you remember, remember all of, all the, of rules the rules of your sport? Your sport? Or have or you have forgotten, you forgotten them? them after, after this, this really large break. All right, Maxie, uh, we've got five questions for you regarding the laws of the AFL to make sure that you are prepared for an AFL return. Are you ready for question number one? Give it to me. Okay, this pertains to rule 15.12.1, which I'm sure is one of your favourites. Uh, what happens if a player intentionally kicks a football into a stadium's roof? Is it A, a free kick is awarded against the player? B, it's a ball up, or C, they're forced to host the next season of the footy show. Um, <laughs> intentionally, you say. That, that just mm. seems something. But, yeah, if it's intentional, it has to be the footy show. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Max. Uh, it, a free kick is awarded, but if a player accidentally kicks it into the roof, it is a ball up from the position uh, underneath where the ball hit. Yeah, so, right. um, uh, have, you ever hit that? have you ever hit the roof, Max? We don't get. To, is that the second question? Uh, we don't get to play at Marvel too often. Been a been a demons player, so I only get maybe once a year. And no, no, I haven't. It's I think it's the same. Long, the the long winded answer is no. I think it deliberately kick it into the long room at the MCG. It's a similar rule as well. <laughs> but Matt, question two. This uh, pertains to rule four point two. <clears throat> Who gets to call the fall of the coin? Is it A, the captain of the away team, B, the captain of the home team, or C, the captain of the Ruby Princess? Um, I, I don't want the captain of the Ruby Princess calling much, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm going to go, this is something that I was uh, I was in. I was, I was the away captain in the first game, so the away team. Oh, yes, yes, right. All right, we are on. He's ready to go. I'd say Max Gorn here. Question three, Max. Uh, what happens if a player goes rogue and refuses to leave the field of play even after being issued with a warning? Is it A, the player receives a 10-match ban, B, the match will be forfeited on the spot, or C, Bindi Irwin will be brought out to shoot him with a tranquilizer dart? Uh, this is an AFL rule, is it? It is. Uh, sorry, I should have told you the, uh, the segment. Rule 9.4.2. Uh, in that case, A... Uh, that is the player receives a 10-match ban. Yeah. Oh, the match is oh. forfeited. If, oh, if a wow. player refuses to walk off, the uh, the whole team cops an L. So there I you think, go. I think, I think they have to review that rule. <laughs> Question four. This pertains to rule 10.6.2. Uh, what happens when the game is stopped prior to halftime and cannot be restarted within a 30-minute period for reasons beyond the control of any team? Is it A, the match will be considered a draw, B, the team in front will be awarded the win, or C, the captains will participate in a thumb war to decide the winner? Uh, this has happened recently. I, I swear there was a storm that ruined one of the games and it got called a, a draw. Although I think I did see the captains doing some sort of thumb. No, draw. <laughs> draw. We'll do a draw. That's absolutely correct. But interestingly... Max Gorn, uh, if it happens after halftime, the team in front is given the win. So it depends when the game is called off. It's before halftime, draw, after halftime, the winning, the team in front. And when does the thumb war come into it? Uh, <laughs> Pub afterwards, usually, yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, hey, Max Gorn, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I think I scored miserably. It was a one out of five. Yeah. Two. No, you got a respectable two out of five, Max, but you're you're right. Uh, two games into the AFL season so far. Virgo's got us locked in for a 1 a.m. training session tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, so oh, I'm looking oh, forward really? to it. Clock strikes midnight. <laughs> oh, goodness me. So right. good. Thanks, Max. Thanks, guys. Now, Matt O'Kine, big show yesterday. A lot of things getting squeezed in, one of which was a conversation regarding your time on Neighbours. Have you gotten the call? Has the wedding photographer gotten the call to go photograph five people? Okay, here's the thing. I will almost certainly never get the call again (laughs) for a reason which I will tell you in the near future. Yeah, that's right. Um, Yeah, Nathan White. Playing Nathan White, wedding photographer, now You left people- a lot of people hanging, my friend, because we got into your time. We got into the fact that they asked you to wear your own wardrobe on the show. I guess trying to go for that realism of uh, Matt O'Kine being a uh, slob. But um, as far as 
a burned bridge at Ramsey Street goes. We're yet to find out what exactly happened. Look, I got to be careful with what I say here because the Australian uh, soap TV industry is kind of small. Well, it's it's the the Coles and Woolworths, isn't it? It's the oh. uh, it's the home and away and neighbours. There's not There's much else going big, on. Two big players, and and as the great uh, man once said at Champagne Pappy, uh, I got enemies. I got lots of enemies. I don't want to have to have that as my, you know, mantra. Yeah. But this is what happens. I get the call. They said, bring five shirts to your time on, you know, to, your, to set. I've got, I've got about four scenes I'm in. One, mind you, side note, is a dream sequence. They are very <laughs> rare. They are the Charizards of, of Neighbours scenes, I'll have you know. Not many people wow. have done a flashback or how, dream sequence. How many episodes were you in? In one. So they meet a wedding photographer mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're there in his head. I'm in, in the dream. In your dreams. Uh, no, I, no, not my dreams. I'm in one of the oh, other characters' right. dreams. I was going Anyways, to say. So, so, <laughs> so they Dreaming say. Dreaming of some of the best weddings of your, of your life. And so they say, you know, they want you to bring five shirts. I said, oh, I don't have five shirts here. And it's, you know, this is a professional show. I don't like it. If it was a student film, yes, I would bring whatever you need. But, um, you know, a little, I was a little bit snobby, really, now that I know about the film industry. Right, so you, and, you made it at this point. You thought you were a big shot rolling into, <laughs> into Nova's here. Just like, uh, no, well, I'll be using your... Get the wardrobe budget out and buy me some shirts. It's funny that you say rolling into Neighbours, okay, because that day my manager, comedy manager, says, Oi, lad, we're, all, we're, we're going ice skating. Are you keen? I say, <laughs> heck yeah. So me... Ronnie Cheng, a whole bunch of others, Jen Fricker, Reese Nicholson. We're all out there on the ice, my friend. We're all cruising around. Now, I haven't ice skated right, for this, about 10 years. This is this is analogy laden. Burning bridges, <laughs> skating on thin ice. There's a lot of issues going on here, well, but a lot of things pointing towards you not doing a good job on Neighbours. I wish there was more skating and less me stacking it so hard in one of the most colossal crashes down to reality that I've ever... Because I was thinking, oh, man, I'm pretty good at ice skating. You know, I used to skateboard, used to do a little bit of rollerblade. I was like, I'm, I'm good at this. Suddenly thought a, you thought you were Tonya Harding. Oh, mate, <laughs> I, take, I take a corner so hard, um, my head slams on the ice, right? And it, it, was, it was a stack that people were concerned. You know, there was no laughs. People Ooh. were like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I got up, brushed it off, you know. Sure, no, you're tough. Bit of soggy, soggy hair at the back. Anyway, <laughs> not feeling. I'm like, whoa, that was a. So this that is was a tough this is one. earlier in the day, and you're going to set later on. Yeah, I was, and then so I went straight from ice skating to to, to the Ramsey Street set, and of course the wardrobe guy. I rock up to do a fitting. He's like, and he's not like, in those so- shoes. They have big metal steel <laughs> things on the bottom. We didn't ask you to bring these. He says, he says, so what did you bring? And I said, I didn't bring anything. And he's like, we asked you to bring clothes. I said, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't, I was just ice skating. <laughs> I, bring, I couldn't go home first. And he said, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I don't have All any clothes All I've got is this you. fancy sequined flowing <laughs> routine outfit. <laughs> and, um, 
And anyways, you you know, I've got extremely long arms. Um, I've got very long legs. I'm not easy to fit. Anyway, I, he's like, fine, I'm going to have to get you something. We have a big argument. I'm like, well, you know, this is, I, I'm not, I can't be bringing my clothes around everywhere. We have this big argument. He storms off. He's like, I'll just have something organized for you. I turn up on set the next day, ready to go. He's put me in a long sleeved floral shirt and a black <laughs> vest. And the vest was, I mean, when I saw the vest, I thought, this man has come after me. <laughs> he, he, he has wanted to, he, he's, he's trying to give me a career ender right here. That's the biggest diss he could get in the Australian film industry. <laughs> the floral black vest combo. It's like getting the black dot as a pirate. <laughs> So yeah, and then and then um, and then a couple of my scenes got cut due due to time restrictions. <laughs> so who so, look whoever whoever I annoyed, and I'm very sorry. I I I, I look. I, it was probably the whole production of Neighbours. Um, I'm sorry that I acted like a, a diva. I had just been ice skating. Yeah. For some so, reason, couldn't remember his lines either. <laughs> <laughs> Something was going on yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, constantly reaching for the bleeding ear that I had, uh, didn't should have realised something was a bit a bit off. Um, so yes, I do apologise, and please, if you'll have me, I'd love to be back one day. All day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Well, Matt O'Kine, uh, we've barely just got a website and already the people are begging for more. Everyone is asking the question, Matt and Alex, when are you going to get on TikTok? Yeah, All right. look, that's that's a world that we haven't really explored yet, isn't it? Um, we we haven't gotten onto the mimes, the the <laughs> challenges yet. Uh, so we need Wait, we, we what need did to you call what did you say? The mimes. Oh, miming to music. I thought, yeah, you, no. I thought you were trying to pronounce memes and you no, old man. <laughs> I'm not that old. All right. Well, you're right. We, we thought before we did, we'd do our due, due diligence and talk to someone who is on there, but we didn't want to get any old random who's struggling. We want someone who has fronted a viral campaign and we find him currently in Kansas City, Missouri. His name is Liam Weyer and uh, he joins us now. Uh, g'day, Liam. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for hey, joining uh, us, Liam. Have you had us. many media inquiries uh, up to this point? Uh, yes, Daily Mail, Business Insider, uh, Forbes magazine, <laughs> uh, pretty much every major outlet has has reached out for an interview or published some sort of press about my, I mean, my fame. Yeah, well, Liam, this, these are some heavy-hitting media outlets that you're talking about. Uh, for all of the uh, listeners right now who don't know who you are and the challenge that you've started, can you give us a brief history of your uh, of your TikTok challenge, please? Uh, yes, I'm the creator of the Pee Your Pants Challenge on TikTok, uh, which is like many of the other viral internet challenges. Uh, what you do basically is pee your pants. And- <laughs> Uh, well, that's the challenge. Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> so, um, so you literally pee your pants. There's no hidden glass of water or anything, Liam. This is this is the real deal. Correct. I, it's just pee. It's not that gross. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. Absolutely. Bear Grylls drinks it. Um, yep. So there's nothing wrong with that. So, Liam, I do want to ask: um, when you came up with this challenge, 
Um, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? It it really just came to me like it was God talking to me <laughs> in a way. I mean, I can't really say it was a culmination of of anything or really that it even took any creativity. Mm. Uh, it really just came to me. Urine intervention. Uh, I understand. Uh, If you're yet to see... (laughs) She would be quite disappointed to think that of all the things God could have told you about the world, um, (laughs) God told you to do a pee your pants TikTok challenge. Look, if you haven't seen uh, Liam's TikTok, this is basically what he says. Pee your pants challenge. That's, That's all it is. And how many people have gotten on the challenge, Liam, since you started it? Too many to count, really. I last checked it was at about 4.4 million views Oh, uh, wow. for, for everyone's challenges. Okay, now I'm going to age myself here a little bit, but, you know, the last big campaign that I was involved in, of course, it was the, the 2012 planking meme challenge. Now, someone planked on the floor, fine, all right? Someone planked on a shopping trolley, getting up there. They're then t- planking on the top of McDonald's signs. They're all over the place. Are people taking your simple pee your pants in the bathroom challenge? And extrapolating on that and doing it to the more extreme measures. Not really. I mean, no, not Keeping at all. It I mean, there's not yeah. really much more places you can go mm. with the challenge. It's pretty basic. You just pierce pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Liam, what was the aftermath of this first video like? Um, I'm assuming you, you, you filmed yourself peeing your pants. Um, now, did you clean up immediately? And if so, while you were cleaning up, did you think, yeah, nailed it or I'm, I'm going to need to do another take? And, and how long exactly was it before you started to see those ripples turn into gargantuan tsunami-style waves of appreciation across the web? Pretty much after the first take, I decided it was perfect. It couldn't get any better than it was. <laughs> Posted it in the morning and within a couple hours it was at over a thousand likes which was pretty interesting yeah now like a lot of people who rise to fame so rapidly liam you are in danger of becoming a one piece wonder what have you got in the bag ready for your your follow-up i mean you don't want to be typecast do you absolutely um i mean i i thought about a poop yourself challenge but (laughs) yeah but I, it would just not be original. No, it's a bit too obvious, like isn't it? It's a bit too obvious. Challenge. And you're an yeah. artist, I think, as well. You don't want to be, you know, seen to be taking the easy way out, I think. Exactly. But in, in all honesty, did you find, what do you, what do you think, you know, as a 19-year-old living in Kansas City, what do you think of TikTok culture and this challenge culture which, which sees this happening? Did you think about that going in? Definitely an interesting culture uh, that you can just, publicize yourself peeing your pants and and people will like give you fame well i think oh, you've amazing. done that very well i'm yeah, i am calling it, you the banksy of tiktok liam so thank you very much for joining us we better ask the final question matt and i are yet to do an all-day breakfast tiktok for our podcast is it is it worth our time absolutely all right all right well We've heard it from uh, Liam himself, the inventor of the hashtag Pee Your Pants Challenge on TikTok. Liam, thank you so much for joining us and uh, all the best for you and your several different pairs of shorts in the future. 
Thank you for having me. Matt O'Kine, I think that's the best interview we've ever done. Yep. Time to pack up for the day, guys. Not going to get better than that. <laughs> coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Now, Alex Tyson, yesterday we were chatting uh, group chat mishaps Thanks to, uh, uh, you know, someone who we look up to a lot, Donald Glover's omission from uh, his uh, old TV show's group chat. Yeah, old childish Gambino, apparently a little bit too busy to be included by his friends. Share him in the group chat. I will. I'll send it to you. I need to send this one. There's a group chat? I'm not in this group chat. (laughs) You're not in a group chat? After this, I literally was going to be like, no, we should have a group chat. There's no group chat. I think we assumed you were too busy, Donald. So y'all didn't put me in this group chat. Wow. If I had started one, would you guys have told me there was one already? (laughs) No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have said it. Pretty savage stuff, and it got us talking about group chat politics. Okay, when have you been included? When have you been excluded? And how have you found out? Matt O'Kine, uh, the people of Australia have suffered similar things to poor old childish Gambino, one of which is Alyssa, who joins us from Brisbane right now. Hello, Alyssa. Hi. Alyssa, tell us about your group chat woes. So a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to come on a holiday. She she was saying, oh, I've got this idea. Our group of friends, we can all go on a holiday together. She added me to a group chat about it, but above my being added was a conversation about whether or not the rest of them should invite me to come to the holiday. <laughs> Ooh, so you're thinking your friend thought you could only see messages from the point at which you were added and not before. Yeah, either that or they, uh, they didn't really think about the ramifications of adding me to that chat. And uh, what was the sort of chat like before you arrived? Was it a bit of, oh, I don't like, I don't invite Alyssa, she snores, um, she's always stealing my moisturiser, you know, what are we thinking? What, what did it look like? Yeah, well, I think it was um, almost more hurtful that they just kind of, um, they were planning this trip for about a month before they realised maybe they should ask me to come. Uh, friends I've had for about 18 years, so... <laughs> Okay, right. So you, you've been, I mean, the good news is they invited you in the end. So yeah, you're you're in yeah, it. You're um, invited. Uh, how did you confront them about it? Uh, look, I did not confront them about it. Um, it was a bit awkward because I'd already agreed to the holiday to the friend who messaged me uh, um, personally and said, "Yeah, I'd love right. to come." And then I realised this afterwards. So I went through a bit of mental turmoil about do I pull out of it now? and be dramatic or do I just go on the holiday and not mention it? Whoa. Did, did they did they give you an indication of why they finally decided it? Was it like one of those things where they needed a fourth person for the cruise cabin or something? You know? <laughs> we get a discount if we get an extra person. <laughs> like, oh, well, fine, let's get Alyssa along. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the case. Um, where was they, the holiday? Uh, Bali, of course. Uh, okay, and did you go? I did go, yes. It ended up being mostly enjoyable, but I did crash a moped while we were there, so I don't oh. know if it was worth it in the end. And I, I guess you leave the group chat, they start talking about you again. Bloody Alyssa yeah. crashing the, crash the <laughs> moped. Did get the deposit back on that one. I think it's amazing, honestly. I think it's stand up to you for that you didn't. I would have I would have been on the Cooter dance room floor drinking some blue <laughs> drink going, 
oh, I can't believe you've only invited me at the end. I saw the whole thing. But you didn't. Good on you. Elliot from Sydney joining us right now. Elliot, what is your hey. group chat woe? Uh, I have a group chat with myself, uh, my brother, my two housemates, and my dad. And the whole point of the group chat is for my dad to rank us as his favourite surrogate sons. Okay, hang on. <laughs> so he started it. Yeah, he added us all probably last year after a um, he came down for a weekend and uh, stayed over for a night and we had a few beers, um, put on a bit of a barbecue um, and apparently my housemates treated him better that night than I did and <laughs> he took it upon himself to create a group chat saying, yep, Mitch, you're number one for, for getting me a beer from the fridge. <laughs> Gus, you're number two because you made me a sausage sandwich. <laughs> I'm just sitting there just going like, you're kidding. I, I invited you here. <laughs> I'm your you flesh didn't and tuck blood. You in though, you know. You needed to, needed to do the turnover turnover mm. service for him. Uh, Treat him good. Well, you do, you do need to remember the, um, the old saying there, Elliot, which is uh, sausage sandwiches are thicker than water. And so <laughs> that's why he's obviously got more. Uh, yeah. Yeah, ketchup, obviously. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Add a bit of onion in there and suddenly you're adopted. But um, uh, ha- no. what's the name of the group chat? It's called the Elliot Roast Club. So it's specifically <laughs> tailored to not let me ever be ranked number one. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, and and, and, and are you even have you ever considered the uh, old Elliot has left the conversation, or you, it is one of those things where you leave and then he just goes ding. Elliot's been added to the group conversation again. I've, I've tried like changing the nicknames around to try and boost my ranking up a bit, but that's only ever worked against me. Oh man! And how is it just currently being text, or are we starting to get some um, some pretty dank memes coming in about how you're not number one? Um, there's a few gifts every now and then he's learned how to use the gift keyboard. So <laughs> he'll just be like, I don't know, some Samuel L. Jackson meme coming through and <laughs> he's got his birthday coming up on Saturday. So I might try and, um, boost my ranking up a little bit by getting him a good present. I'd advise a sausage sandwich there, my friend. Yeah, uh, thank yeah, you very yeah. much for joining us, Elliot. We'll catch you later. Too easy. Cheers, boys. Order up. That's how you like it. Well, that's today's show. Thank you so much for joining Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Thank you to all our guests. Uh, I think we've decided maybe TikTok is not for us right now. <laughs> yeah, we might. We might. Yeah, give it a miss for, for the moment. But just having a chat about those group chats and looking at a few things that can accompany our upcoming website, mattandalex.com.au, um, Discord is doing great things, particularly in the world of gaming. But I think we can really get involved Matt O'Kine because it is sort of like one big group chat so if you know a little bit about discord and uh, want to help us set one up we'd love to chat to you hit us on the matt.and.alex instagram and uh, we'll have a chat about that one tomorrow as as well as that Matt O'Kine I think we've got to continue asking What's your juice? <laughs> yeah, we've had feta juice, we've had salad juice, we've had nugget juice. <laughs> Keep letting us know what's your juice that's not juice. And uh, 
a massive yeah what's your secondary juice <laughs> Um, massive shout out to Max Gone as well. Thank you so much. Also, uh, apologies to whoever I annoyed at Neighbours. Please have me back. <laughs> Guys, keep in touch with the show, Alex on Instagram. We'll see you again tomorrow. Massive shout out to Max Gorn for joining us as well. Best of luck in the AFL season. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. See you tomorrow. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye.